Welcome to the Inside Leduc podcast. Today, my guest is Amber Cook. She is the owner of the co work space here in Leduc. Um, she's also graciously let me uh, tape all my podcasts in her space. So, thank you so very much for being our guest and uh, for um, providing such a space in our community. Um, so, tell me a little bit about your business. Yeah, so the Lighthouse Cowork is a shared office, flexible office space located right on Main Street in Leduc, which I love being part of our Main Street community. And I get to have this amazing, beautiful historic building. It actually is registered as a historical building, um, which is really cool. And I love old buildings, so I feel like it's the perfect location and it's just stunning. So it's an honor to get to run a co-working space out of this awesome place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, to be fair, I, I can't wait for my generation to stop calling it the the old off post office and start calling it the co-work space because um, it is a, such a landmark of of this city. So um, as, yeah. as it's going to evolve. So that's so fantastic. So sure. what... I do yeah. love know that people know exactly. Like when I say, hey, this is where we are. They're like, yep, I know exactly where that is. It's the old <laughs> post office, which... I think is great. So I don't mind yeah. it at all. And I actually <laughs> am excited to incorporate some of those elements of actually a post office in the space. So stay tuned, but oh. I have fun things. Um, so because we offer mailbox memberships for people to run so that they can use this address for their business. So yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, totally. There's, I have very few memories of it being a post office because of a little, little, but yeah, I can't wait to see how that evolves. So what was your inspiration behind starting this business? Well, I had worked as a business coach for probably, I think it's been six years that I've been working as a business coach, working from home and as a people person, um, I was like, I am so lonely. I'm like, I love working with people. And I'm like, I can't, I love working from home there. I love running my own business. I love that flexibility, but I miss people so much. And I was just finding myself so lonely. And so, and then I also needed a space where I could actually meet with clients. And so was struggling with how do I meet with clients if they don't have an office and I don't want to bring them to my house. And what does that look like? So I looked into, you know, just renting out a small office space for just me and looked into the costs and thought, I actually am not sure it's worth it. And then because I'm also still going to be all by myself. So it's only kind of solving one of my problems. So I thought, how can I solve both problems and how, and then I asked other people, you know, is this something that you see a need for other people who work from home and are just starting out a business? And overwhelmingly I heard, yes, that would be amazing. So I had actually started the business plan to run this out of an old house that's oh, okay. the lighthouse. I, I really wanted a brightly lit, energetic house. I wanted it to still feel like home. And then as I started doing my market research, which tip, do market research when you start a business, <laughs> yeah. I realized, you know, we will outgrow a house way too quickly that we're going to put all this money and effort into building it out and we're going to outgrow it. So I found this location and it was perfect. And so, but friends and other colleagues kind of said, no, you need to keep the name. Like the name is really sticky. So I, it, I did. 
Yeah, that's awesome. The lighthouse co-work and the idea around light, brightness, and how light and sun gives us energy and productivity. And so that was really the, the motivation around the name. Well, every time I come in and I see like the big sunny, I just remember having that conversation the first time that we discussed um, coming on this podcast and, and renting a space and how the sunlight was such a key factor. And I can I can see how it energizes you and why that search for having the light really matters because it really does energize you being in this space and how you've decorated this space. Yeah, I think so many people too, they work out of their dark cold basements and so and that's okay um but we can't always sit in the dark we need to come into the light and and like I said for me that's where I get my energy and inspiration and creativity and that so but we also need other people around us um and that will inspire creativity and energy and and that's huge too yeah for sure so when you say you're a business coach how did you get into being a business coach Well, I was working for a company who was going through a really rough period and I got laid off from there. And so my kids were still little and I just decided I didn't want to jump back into corporate work that I had been doing. And so I thought, well, what if I just see if some other friends and people who I know who own their own businesses what if I just see if they want some help with making sure potentially that they don't run into issues that this company that I was working for runs into where they're in financial trouble because they're not paying attention to their finances and not understanding a, what a profit and loss report is or why it's important for your business and why you need to understand what those numbers are. And so that was how it started was I actually just started helping teach people about bookkeeping and just basics. Like here's the basics that you need to know of like income and expenses and the, you know, some best practices for accounts receivable and, and really just that kind of thing. Um, And then it just grew. So I was working with a company working with their finances and we were like, okay, you need marketing. Like we need to, you, you've got something good going, but we just need more clients. So then I got into helping them with their marketing. And so we created a website for them and we did social media for them. And so I just dived in and started just doing all the things. And then I have an HR background. Um, that's what I went to school for. So, um, you know, looking into like rules for payroll or hiring best practices. I'm really passionate about that. I was a recruiter for a really long time. So helping companies hire well and keep and retain their employees is something as well that I'm really passionate about. So, so when you're hiring, what's the one tip that you'd give someone? Hire to fit, hire to their personality. And if they're going to be a good fit for your team, you can often teach skills and knowledge. You can't teach people character. You can't teach people like if their personality doesn't fit, it's not going to fit. Like you can't change people, but you can teach people things. And so you can nurture things in people. But if you don't, if people's character and, and personality isn't a match, then it's not a match. And that's okay. That's not right or wrong. But every company has a culture and people have, and so they have to fit. So that's my biggest tip. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I I can honestly say from all my experience, so I'd rather, um, you can't teach personality, but you can teach them traits. It was always nice to have someone and worked with that didn't have bad 
bad traits as a server. I was a server for years and I'd like teaching new because then I could teach them the policies and procedures without having to break a habit. So that was, yeah, yeah, that's exactly, I love teaching people new things as well. That's something that I'm really passionate about. And so if I can teach you something rather than do it for you, that's, that's my jam. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. So if you could do anything else, what would it be? Anything else as in, as in a different career, a different job, what would you choose to be? Oh, I have this thing. Like I love traveling so, so much. This is killing me right now, but (laughs) I forever was like, I'm a flight attendant. Like how amazing would that be to like fly around the world and get to see these different places? As I dug more into that, I realized it's probably actually not that fun. Like you're stuck (laughs) on an airplane and I have terrible ears. So when I actually fly, I get like crazy migraines, but something to do with traveling. That would be, yeah. Yeah. Where, uh, where's the best trip you've ever been on? Uh, my husband and I did a six week backpacking trip in Europe. Um, oh, lovely. That was amazing. And I would do it all over again. And yeah, such a great trip. Did you guys have it all planned or was it free flow? It was a little bit of both. The free flow was very stressful. Oh, yes. Also being stuck to a timeline when you have something planned and booked and then you have to get there, but maybe you don't necessarily want to get there because you're enjoying where you are. That was always a challenge too. So, but we hit up eight countries in six weeks, which was nuts. And I realized like their countries are significantly smaller than in Canada where we live, but still like we put on a lot of kilometers. (laughs) Lots of memories. I would, I would suggest slow it down. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So what was your inspiration? You said it was to, um, to start like to create and fulfill things that you needed. But when you reached out, did you find a lot of, a lot of people that passion or did you find some resistance when you said that you were going to be starting this business? Yeah, uh, definitely both. Um, There are a lot of people who are excited about the opportunity to not work on their own people. Sometimes they don't realize though, that they need connections. So there was definitely resistance. People are like, "I, I love working from home. I'm productive from home. But once they come in, I hear all the time, people are like, I got more done here in two hours than all week. And I'm like, it's Wednesday. Like you spent two days working from home and you got more done in two hours. But honestly, sometimes that's our reality. And when we're around other people who are being productive, we often are far more productive. And so, um, and sometimes people just don't get the idea of co-working or why would I spend money when I can work from home on my own? But I think it's understanding and helping people to understand that it's more than just a place to work. It's about creating connections and creating community, creating people like even with yourself, Tara, to collaborate with and do projects with. How much more fun is it to work on a project when you're working on it with somebody else, whether your businesses just complement each other or maybe you have this idea and you just need to run ideas by people and make sure that the idea actually is sound. There's a whole community of people here who love doing that. And even if it's as simple as like, can you proofread this for me? Um, It's huge. So yeah, Yeah, for sure. And you said there was some resistance and where, where did you find that resistance when you went to go start? I think at the start, the biggest resistance was around pricing. People were like, I just can't afford that. And they didn't understand the value of it. Um, I definitely find I, I don't, 
see that hurdle as much anymore. Um, now that we're established, which I don't even feel like we are, we're only a year and a half old, but now that people are sort of getting it and people don't know what coworking is like that whole term, it's a new word and they don't understand. And so I think that's the biggest resistance. And I completely understand when you are just starting out a business that your funds are limited. And so are you going to choose to go and pay extra to work out of a space that you don't necessarily need or pay yourself and, and feed your family. I completely mm-hmm. get that. And so, I mean, that's part of my passion as well as to not just provide a space, but to provide that support and encouragement and those collaborations so that you can really grow your business and, and pay yourself and, and how do you get there? So it's huge. Yeah. And one of the things that I've admired as well is because I do, I rent some like this space to, to do the podcast is that you've also created that online community. So, you know, like you've really molded that business so that it doesn't detract, like when we couldn't come in and couldn't have that, you still created that online space. And I think that that's really awesome that you've done that for our community as well. Yeah. Thank you. The online is powerful and not just because people necessarily can't come in or don't want to come in due to COVID, but honestly, some people just love working from home. And that's not a bad thing. Or they work in a job where they can't come work out of the co-work space due to security or confidentiality. And I completely get that. And so I want to remove that hurdle of not being able to be part of the community by, well, let's just move it online. And, and part of that is because we can't do events. We can't do business mixers. We can't you know, do a lunch social and have everyone here. So yeah. but I think that this online component is powerful because it it is niching that group in just such a different way. And um, yeah, it's really cool. It's cool to see those connections physically here, but it's really cool to see those connections online. Yeah. Um, what is the greatest thing that you've learned about yourself? Um, I think it's just how I've learned that I've learned how I work and what motivates me. So things like that is really powerful. So understanding like, I work really well early in the morning and understanding that I actually, as much as I love the co-working space and I've learned about myself that I don't work well with interruptions. So certain tasks I need to do when no one else is around and I'm not mm-hmm. interrupted. And just knowing that about myself is huge. But part of it is because I love connecting with everyone who's here. So I'm like, I have these things to do but I really want to go talk to that person. And so um, that's why too, I think that it's great to have a balance between working from home and working out of the co-working space. So even though my office is here and I work out of the space 98% of the time, there are days that I just need to stay home. So um, again, knowing how you work is huge. If you could do anything differently, what would it have been or what would it be? I would have started smaller. Um, at the start. So starting with 3,800 square feet and not having it filled financially was not a very wise decision. Like I, you know, I did my cash flow plan and my projections and I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I really think this is doable. Other people thought it was doable and it was not. Um, and so I think understanding that as fast as you think your business is going to grow, it's going to take longer. And so I really encourage people. I'm like, what can you do to start small and keep your costs low? 
but I was excited and I didn't want to lose this location. And I, so I just jumped in and I should have slowed down a bit and started a little bit slower and smaller and built it and grew it. And I still could have been in this location, but I could have kept my costs low at the beginning. So um, yeah, that's what I, just something I encourage other businesses is how can you start what you want to do now, but with really little overhead, start building those customers and, and then grow it rather than investing everything you have or this huge amount of money um, before you have that customer base. So how long did it take you to fill up that space then? Like, cause I've watched from afar, but it seemed like, like you, you went into marketing really quickly and like you, you seem to have done like, I, you just like came on and it was like, you, you did a lot of things. So how, how did that, like, how long did it take you to get to where you are comfortable now? And um, well, we're still not full. We still definitely have room for other people. Um, we're still growing and evolving. We're, um, so I would say like we're a year and a half old and we're not done our growth for sure. Mm-hmm. Like there's, you know, a, there's further that I need to go to actually make this sustainable from a financial oh. perspective. Yeah, Cause you, you even do like the basement now with the warehousing and stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that's a fantastic, I just think the building fits so well for you and, and, and what you present for the community. But I think that that's fantastic as well, that that warehouse space. So it's not just co-work, but there's warehouse space as well. Yeah. I've sort of just, again, seen, okay, there's a need for this. How can I fill that? Um, and we have the space in the building. So again, how can I serve our community and come together? And, and I think the idea is, you know, if we can share the costs across the board with multiple businesses, then we can make it work for everyone. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Nice. So do they come up to you or is it from your business coaching or like, how does that, how do you see those gaps for yourself or like for the, for what you're able to provide for us? That's a great question. I think a lot of it is listening, listening to what customers say. So, you know, I might do a tour and somebody might come in and my goal um, is to not automatically share necessarily what we offer, but to really hopefully hear from people. What is it that you're looking for? What is it that you need? And then I can see, okay, I think we could do this and we could make that a fit. Or I'm like, I actually am not sure that I can solve that need maybe I can connect you with somebody else who can. Um, so often it comes from just listening, listening to your customers is huge. Um, but honestly, I think just having an entrepreneurial mind, any entrepreneurs who are listening, they're going to understand. It just kind of comes with the territory, like ideas pop in your head and you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to do this. So Mm -hmm. yeah, the fluidity of business is, is key, but it's also a great coach to listen. So that's, um, not just give a response, but to actually listen to what's being said, um, and creating that. So that's fantastic. I think that's amazing. It speaks both volumes to, to both, um, those ventures that you said that you're in business for. So, um, where do you see yourself moving forward now in the future? Yeah, we're working on a few things. Um, again, just continuing to grow the space, continuing to, um, I definitely think we're going to probably build out some more offices. Um, I, I, I want to grow. I just, I want to, when people come in and they say, Hey, this is what I need. I want to be able to, to say yes. And so 
But I think hopefully part of that is in-person events. Again, um, I love, you know, like those business mixer type events and, and really just being a place where people can connect with each other. And so when we connect with each other, we will all grow our businesses because when we're connected, I think that we're stronger. I think that we can have stronger ideas. And so I think that's really huge. So whether you're a member or not, um, I would love to connect you with our members or connect you into the space or connect you to somebody else in the community. Um, that that's a really huge thing for me is just being able to, to orchestrate putting people together and putting, you know, um, mm-hmm. being of the minds sort of thing. Yeah. The power of collaboration, right? So yeah, for sure. Um, what has motivated you uh, when the days get hard? What keeps you, keeps you motivated? Definitely our members for sure. Like, um, I love to, you know, as much as I encourage them to grow their businesses and encourage them to keep going, they encourage me, you know, I love that I can be vulnerable and reach out and say, Hey, I'm having a really hard day. I'm struggling with this and they're here. Um, and so as much as they're my customer, they've also become friends that are like family and, um, we just, we have incredible people. It's, it's actually family day today. And I did a post today on how our coworkers really are family. And and I do believe that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, every time I come in and there's other people, there's always a nice um, energy and like commitment to having those conversations. And you've really, as much as you work separately, you do facilitate a space where there is, um, you know, collaboration and conversation and community as soon as you come in, you, you know, I, I really admire that when I've, when I've stepped in here. So I think that, that you are living that and producing that for people. So thank you. That's fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you for sharing that. Cause sometimes I feel it like I push it so hard and even on others that I'm like, Hey, don't forget to connect. And so it's great to hear that those things are happening, whether I'm here or not as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, they, they really are for sure. So how do you celebrate your wins? I think for me, it's like, again, like I said, I love traveling. So sometimes it's like, okay, I am going away for the weekend for camping or snowboarding or whatever it might be. Um, but honestly, it's small celebrations too. Like, I think that we need to celebrate like, Hey, we got a new client. Hey, we did this. Hey, we finished this project and, and celebrate those things. And it doesn't need to be this big thing, but just simply acknowledging is a huge thing to celebrate it because that's going to keep you motivated to keep going. So for me, that's a big thing, but yeah. Well, it's incremental wins, right? It's knowing that you've succeeded so that you can keep going to succeed. So um, it's the small things add up to the big things for sure. And when we stop celebrating the small things, then we stop appreciating them and then they'll go away. I really believe. And so if you don't appreciate the little things, then eventually they won't even be there. Mm -hmm. And then what do you have? Because like you said, small things lead to big things. Yeah, no, awareness is key for sure. Um, So what's the biggest pivot you've had since you started your business? Well, I feel like with COVID, everyone has had to pivot their business. Um, The biggest pivot, I'm just trying to think. I think, I don't even think this is a huge thing, but we went from like having the door open, having office hours and um, having that, you know, the space sort of like, 
open nine to five kind of thing, come in whenever you want. And now to be honest, our doors are basically locked to the public and it's by appointment only. Um, and part of that was due to COVID. We started that kind of the first week in March, I was like, mm, I'm not sure if I want just anyone walking in anymore. Yeah. And I actually think that that will stick like from a security standpoint, I think our members really appreciate it. And so it's a little thing. Um, but that's been a big thing for sure. So, and then moving online, I think it was always a, a hope that we would have some sort of online presence. Um, but that actually probably has been a positive that has come out of COVID is that we've been able to to grow that online membership. And that's been really huge. So again, I don't think that we've had any like massive pivots, but it's just, again, little incremental changes to just stay the course um, rather than these big giant changes. But I'm like still a baby, like a year and a half (laughs) old to have this massive change is um, yeah. It would be different if I was like 10 years old. Right. So yeah. 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 It's hard to think it's only been like in a year and a half. Cause it's, you've, you've really put your mark on, on events and things that you've done and things that you've supported that it, it feels a lot longer to me that a year and a half, just because you, you've had such a present and we've had that rollout of all our main street events. And you're like, you're always right there front and center providing space and things and activities and like, yeah, it's, it's, I, I'm surprised it's only a year and a half when you say that, to be fair, because you've had such a, a presence in in these events that it's, yeah, I, I can't wait to see more of them because it's really like it's such a presence for you to be on our, on our main street. So, yeah, I can't wait either. And hopefully we can do and participate in lots more of those main street events and city events that that we can actually do them and see see our community come out. Yeah, for sure. Well, here's the hope. So, um, what, what, is there any way that the Leduc community can better support you? I think the biggest thing is actually just sharing that I'm here to support other people in business. Um, and, and just keep spreading the word. If you know somebody who works from home, let them know we're here and that we want to connect and support them. And essentially it's not just that they work from home, but somebody who doesn't necessarily have a team or a people, a community to gather around them. We would love to be that community for people. And so, um, you know, if, if you're in business or in a career and you're feeling somewhat lonely, please reach out, like, please, you know, let's get connected because there are people here who know what you're going through. They just, they've been there. They've done that. There's people who are members here who have been in business far longer than I have. And they're incredible people and they're an incredible support. And so whether you feel like you want to come and be a member and like work out of the space, I, I don't care. Like just, you know, but let, let your friends in your community know that we're here. And I think that's the biggest thing. So, yeah. So if I was one of those business owners and I gave you a call, what would, what would that look like? Like if I'm like, at, I don't know what to do, or I'm at a crossroads or I, I don't, I'm like, what would that phone call look like? Or how would you present that? Yeah. Often I get phone calls from people and they're like, Hey, like, I don't really know. I just wanted to know what it is you do. And so we'll have a conversation a little bit, maybe about the services, but I really just want to get to know what's your business. What do you do? What are you struggling with? And maybe there's things that I can connect and help you with. Or maybe I'm like, Oh, you need to meet 
Jody or whoever, right? And I'm going to connect you with that person and connect you with somebody that I think that you would maybe really resonate with because you're either in a similar field or a complementary field, or I just think, oh, your personalities would go really well together. Um, you know, then I can connect you with other people who are here. Or I'm like, hey, if it's safe, why don't you just come in and we'll have coffee together and we can, you know, sit physically distanced or whatever, but to just get to know people and like actually hear people's story and their voice and what, what they're going through with business. Um, and then we can work through whatever that might look like in the future. So. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So again, like in everything that you're doing, you're adding that coaching dynamic to your conversations and to your space and really like letting them become more of who they are through your space and through your conversation. So um, definitely more than just a space, but a coach as well. I think that that's um, an unsung thing that I think you're providing for our community and our business owners. So yeah, that's awesome. I think it's not necessarily like from the physical co-work space. It was never something that I intended that that coaching element would come out but I think it's just so ingrained in me and who I am that I want to help. And so I'm not going to withhold um, different things if I can, if I can offer that. So, yeah. No, I think that again, and this is like why I really wanted to do that podcast. So when you're driving down the street, you, you see more than just that sign. Like we're really going to know what Amber can provide and how she can help our community um, more than just being the like house co-work space. So um, yeah, I think that that's fantastic. Um, where would you like to see your business in the next five years? Um, honestly, I have no idea. I have not thought that far <laughs> through. Um, I have so much that I want to do for this year. Um, you know, at the beginning of the year, I wrote out like 2021 and I wrote like probably like seven, like of those big audacious goals. Um, and so I'm just focused on those. So I have no idea. I, so what are, can you share some of those goals that you have for 2021? Yeah. So we're working on, um, I'm working with one of my coworking members and we are working to actually finish the basement and we're going to turn that into more of a lounge casual area. Nice. Um, and there's a bit of a spin on her business and what she wants to do with it. So um, check out Renewed Resilience and you will see a little bit about what she's about. Um, but I'm excited to work with her. So that's one one of the goals um, and something that we're working on for um, using the building specifically for. Um, and again, it's just another piece of like, how do we help our community? So mm-hmm. check out her page. I won't get into it. And, uh, yeah, but that's one of them. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, you were mentioning about goals. Like, do you write them every year? Do you do them every quarter? Like, how does that work for, for yourself or what would you suggest for business owners to do in regards to that context? Um, I think like I was saying earlier, I feel like I have ideas constantly for like, I could do this, I could do this and I could do this. And I sometimes have trouble focusing in on a specific idea. So for me, I need to write them down so that I stay on track. Otherwise I'll get 10 new ideas and then I don't finish any of them. So, um, that's something for me, but I would say to people, if you, if you have an idea, write it down. And if you are finding yourself in a slump and you actually, you're like, I don't have any goals. I don't have anything I want to do then. Yeah. Do some goal setting, do some dreaming and 
do that, do that every quarter or every year or whatever. But I think it's good to dream. And, and then you can say, okay, I'm going to take one of these and just take a step forward in it. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So what is it about Leduc um, and the community that you love the most? Well, I grew up here, so I think it's just comfortable. It's home. That's definitely something I love. I love that it, like, for me, it feels small town still, even though it's really not. Like, we are so not. And and sometimes I say that, and I'm like, but are we even, like, we're not even that small town. Um, but I love that I can run into people, and I'm like, oh, you know my husband or you know this person or whatever. And you can share those kinds of stories and memories. And that's something that I just hold really dear um, that I love about our community. But I think that our, the difference that I see between our community and even from when I lived in Edmonton is people truly want to create community. People truly want to get to know their neighbors. And I mean, there's always anomalies, but um, that was a huge reason why we moved from Edmonton back to Leduc was just because that community aspect. And so it's an honor for me to be able to create that community aspect now in a different way in the business world, rather than just like a neighborhood way. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, that's one thing for sure that I love. Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm born and raised here as well. And I think we, everybody has that got to go to the big city and you got to, you know, experience Edmonton or, you know, a bigger city, but then they do always end up coming back. Majority of the people that I see, they're like, no, we moved back to have the kids. And like, this is the place that we want to raise our kids and that community and culture that they want to ingrain in, in their children. So, um, no, I, I thoroughly agree with, with that. It's, it's, we're something special in, in how we, um, promote ourselves as a community as, and as well as create that sense of like friendship with our, with our other, um, neighbors. So, um, yeah. What's your favorite restaurant in Leduc? Oh, that's hard. I really do love habaneros. Um, yeah, yeah, it is definitely a favorite. Um, but there are so many great restaurants. So Rural Roots also is right up there. And as silly as it sounds, but like the Shades Lounge for wings, like yes. than that. Like they are so good and yeah. great price. So yeah. Um, yeah, we have great restaurants here and great restaurant owners. We do. Yeah. We do have some great restaurants for sure. I've actually never been to Shades for Wings. So I think maybe we'll have to check that out now that we can again. Yeah, I've never yes. been there for wings. Yeah, they have great wings. The dill pickle oh. wings. Yes. I'm a, I'm a powdered flavored wing girl, not this saucy crumb myself, but yeah. Exactly. If you need a special gift, where would you go in Leduc? Um... That is a great question. Well, I have an obsession with flowers, so I would actually probably go to Lydia Florists. Um, they have like a good combination of gifts um, and flowers. So usually that's what I'll do. Um, it was a friend's birthday a few weeks ago. So I grabbed flowers from Lydia Florists and then some bath stuff from Jard. Um, so nice. yeah, but I love flowers. So that's usually a go-to for me. So you're a big gardener on your days off or what would you be doing on your days off? I do. I love gardening. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. What's your, are you plants, flowers? Do you like what, what kind of gardening or it's just all of it? Just get your hands dirty. All of it. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
I wish I could keep anything alive. Like my kids would make a joke that they nanny gives them flowers so that they die at my house. Like it, I'm such a bad gardener. I, it's so hard. They they can't tell me they need to be fed. So I'm like, I keep for, forgetting to water them. <laughs> when we sold our last house, the lady who bought our house, she said, I think I'm going to kill your garden. And I was like, I promise you won't. And so I came back in the spring and I helped her like identify the plants and I taught her how to take care of them. And I taught her how to plant a garden. And yeah, it was great. So, oh yeah. The first place we bought, I used to have nightmares of the lady driving by going, Oh my God, I killed her. Like her rose bushes, her rose bushes. <laughs> I have yeah. But that's yeah. so awesome that you even like went back and helped. Like you don't hear stories like that. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And what's your favorite book to read and why? Oh, well, I don't have a favorite book. Um, but my favorite author right now is Hannah Kristen. Um, I love her stories. So yeah. And what does she write? Uh, I would say they're like drama sort of. Yeah. They're not like, I can't handle scary though. So that's not a thing for me, but yeah. 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 I also really love history like type novels. So anything related to, so one of Kristen Hanna's books is relates back to like war times or actually a couple of them. And I really love those. So, yeah. Oh, I can totally see that. Why your trip to Europe was so great then. Cause it's all about history and like everything back then. Right. So that's awesome. Um, is there anything that um, you would like to say for our community here in Leduc and in regards to your space or anything like that? Um, I don't know if it's really in regards to the space, but I guess I would just say that creating community, I think is everyone's job, creating connection with other people. And so if you see an area that you see like, Hey, I I feel like community is lacking there. There's a lack of connection. You can, you can be the change in that and you can do something about it. So whether that's in your neighborhood or whatever that looks like and, um, and just, it can be scary, but put yourself out there even in little ways to encourage other people and build connection. And, and it, it goes a really long way and you don't know what difference you can make for other people. So yeah. The power of a smile can even create waves. Yeah. So yeah, like you really never know. That's one thing too. I really love about our community is we had that, uh, um, where the, you can go and put your name in and the city would like close off your street for your, com- I forget what it was called though. Like that yeah, neighborhood, a good neighbor program. Yeah. Like I really, one of the things that made our, our, our city special too, is that they, they see what you just said there about creating it yourself. And they really try to create platforms for people to step up and step through that to create that, um, that for our community. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for uh, joining us today, Amber of the lighthouse co-work. (laughs) I really appreciate it. And thank you. Um, Is there, I'd like to add on with a little bit of laughter and a little bit of joking. Do you have a joke to share with our community today? I do not. I'm. No. <laughs> I, you should have prepared me. I would have brought like one of my kids' cheesy jokes. <laughs> well, thank. Not. Don't consider myself a funny person. So. Wow. I I've had a few laughs today. So thank you so very much. I uh, appreciate your time and uh, and letting me take up some space for my podcast and for all that you've done for our community and that the coach that you are 
as well as for creating that space. And um, just thank you so very much for for being you. And I can't wait to see where it will take you in the future. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great. And it's such such an addition to our community. So thank you so very much. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me and thank you for doing this. And I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and supporting our business community. As our world is changing frequently, the businesses that we are interviewing could be at different stages of reopening than when we recorded. So please check their websites, give them a call before heading down to their shop. Thank you again for supporting local and keeping our business community alive. 